Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode of The Press Room. I'm your host, Cooper Shepard, joined by, as always, my co-host and good friend, Nathan Bressel. And we've got a special guest today, Caleb Dixon, a.k.a. Coach Dickey, a.k.a. Dickey. What's going on? Uh, what's up, man? Uh, nice to be here. Nice to be here. Uh, Nathan, I'm going to start with you. As always, what is on your mind today? Um... Low-key, kind of a crazy week in NFL last week. Um, I know last week we talked about how the Sunday slate was not really, like, the best as far as matchup-wise, but it ended up being a pretty fun week to watch, honestly. Um, Monday night got a little out of hand with both those games not really being much of games, but the Sunday slate was really interesting. Yeah, we'll get into that later. But uh, And before we get into this, Dickie, because I've heard the all high school, everyday baseball, how ass Tennessee was. So before we get into the podcast, can you admit that Tennessee is a good football team this year? Hey, I'll, I'll say I'll say this. Tennessee is definitely back. Hooker, he can play, man. He can definitely play. He can sling it. Heupel's got him playing good on the offensive side. Um, I think that would be good, too. We'll see how they do this game days there, so. I, 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 just want, I just wanted to hear it from you because. Hey, how, how about them Sooners this weekend? Uh, they look pretty good too, huh? Yeah, we'll see. We'll talk about it. Yeah. All right, boys. Let's get into uh recap of week three. There wasn't very many. Uh, a lot of teams had a cupcake game, so there's not too much to talk about. So this shouldn't be very long. Uh, Georgia's Georgia. They ran South Carolina 48-7. to Is Spencer Rattler the worst quarterback in the SEC? Hundred percent, hundred percent, dude. He's like, and, and the stats prove it. Stats prove it, dude. I saw some stats. He's got like the lowest completion percentage in the SEC, the most interceptions, and like some other terrible stats. Yep, yep. Yeah, he's pretty bad. Didn't look good. I turned it on this weekend, and first play I see he throws a pick, and I'm like, oh, this is looks very familiar. <laughs> Oh, if Vandy and South Carolina play tomorrow, who's winning that game? Dude, I don't know. Uh, even looking that bad. I mean. But, like, I don't know. I, I, I can't. I don't know. Like, I don't know. I, you I, can I, bet Vandy, bro. I really don't think you could bet, bet Vandy. Nah, yeah. I'm, I'm still going to go with South Carolina. They play. They actually play November 5th is when they match up. Vandy has Alabama this week. <laughs> that should be fun yeah all right uh your favorite team michigan nathan oh yeah uh ran yukon 59-0 we're not going to talk about much yukon oh okay well it doesn't matter then yeah uh oklahoma ran nebraska in in nebraska 49-14 dickie since you're the sooner fan here what's your thoughts well, um, that place was rocking. That's all I know. Um, we came out real slow, and uh, they came out and punched us in the mouth. But after that, kind of settled in. I had, a, I think, a third and six. Like Gabriel scrambled. and yeah. I thought he was about to go out of bounds about the 10, but he ended up cutting it back. And then after that, it was just all Sooners. And, I mean, the defense looks good. We're flying around to the ball. We have, like, I think we're – Top three, if not – I think we're top three in the tackles for loss right now in the nation. So, looking good on that side of the ball for once. I got a question because Dylan Gabriel's probably like – I'm not saying he's bad, but he's definitely like bottom-tier quarterbacks from what you guys have, are used to recently. What do you think about oh, him? Yeah. Uh, I think he's he's good at, at scrambling, but his arm he, – he has a good arm, but I don't think he's as accurate as our – like last quarterbacks like even compared to like kill williams kill williams is balling but yeah know, usc uh, all right gabriel gabriel's got wheels though he does and he can nathan, he can make plays he can make plays i think he's a gamer nathan any comments on uh, oklahoma's game yeah i liked what you said about gabriel uh caleb just like he's he's just a guy that like He's going to he's gonna find a way to make a play. Like, he reminds me a lot of, like, the way Jalen Hurts plays. Like, he's a guy that, like, he's not afraid to run the ball. He's not afraid to get out there, like, and just make something happen. Kind of, like, a little bit of Baker, but I feel like he's a little more mobile than Baker was. 
he's more of a Jalen type guy. So it'll be interesting to see how they do. And I like their defense this year as well. Obviously with Venables is more defensive minded coach coming as a DC. Um, I like the way they're playing. It'll just be interesting to see once we kind of get into conference play a little bit deeper in the season, how things stand up. Yeah, I totally agree with that. Totally agree. Right. Flying around to the ball. Uh, next game, um, Kentucky beat Youngtown State 31 0. We're not going to talk about that. But why is Kentucky number nine? Why is Kentucky number nine? Tennessee is going to run them. I'm saying Kentucky, it right. Kentucky, Kentucky started out slow this last weekend. I think they were only up like 21 0 at halftime or 28 0, something like that. They started out slow, though. But I think, uh, I don't know if Will Levis or Lee, I think it's Levis. Yeah, Levis. I don't know. Uh, he, I don't know if he's he's it, but nah, I think he's there. overrated, bro. People yeah, talk about him a, as a number one pick. I think him and Tyler Van Dyke are overrated. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think I think the reason they're ranked so high right now is just because Florida beat Utah week one, and that was a big thing. And then they came back and beat Florida. So right now, it's kind of hard to tell. Like, you you know, like the one through four, the one through six teams are there, but like that seven through like. 19 or 20 it could be anything in like three weeks it's 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 going to be like you know if if florida comes and beats tennessee sorry cooper like florida's going to jump back up probably near the top 10 you know if if tennessee wins two more games and then they go to lsu and lose like it's just like there's so much stuff that could happen with like those 13 or 14 teams that like we don't really know what's going to happen yet yeah okay uh this was like the only top 20 or one of the two top 25 matchups. Uh, Oregon and BYU. Oregon won 41 to 20. BYU is number 12. Oregon was number 25. But Oregon, Oregon didn't look, Bo Nix looked decent. I'm not going to lie. Yeah, it's very surprising coming from what BYU did to Baylor last week. They played pretty good. I think BYU's quarterback's pretty good. I didn't watch the game, but I think. Looking at the score, I mean, and I saw some highlights. Bo Nix was swinging it around, so good for Oregon. I mean, I think they're 20-something. Yeah. Okay, Nathan, after week one, obviously everybody kind of, like, wrote Oregon off. Are they that bad, or did they kind of, like, reinstate themselves to this game? Um, I think – more on the side of they reinstated themselves just because week one, those tough matchups week one are always kind of weird. Like Ohio state lost to Oregon week two last year and they didn't have their two best players on the field. Oregon didn't because Kayvon Thibodeau was out and their quarterback was hurt most of the game. So I think it's just like those week one, week two type blues. Um, Now, do I think Oregon's a playoff caliber team? Probably not, but do I think they can win the PAC 12 and make the Rose bowl? Yeah, for sure. I agree. We'll see. There is USC there as well, but yeah, yeah, for sure. But they they won't play USC till the championship game though. I think USC's hardest USC's hardest game this year is going to be playing in Utah. Yeah, and they got a they I play Notre Dame, but I think they play Notre Dame at home, and I really don't know if Notre Dame's all that. So <laughs> yeah, yeah, I agree. Um, Penn State went into Auburn, Alabama, and shit on them. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Nathan, what what do you? Because oh, obviously you guys got to play Penn State later in the year. Yeah, what do you, what do you think? I liked it. I liked it. I love seeing a Big Ten team run up an SEC team. It's fun. Um, doesn't happen very often. But yeah, it doesn't happen very often. But Auburn's not the Auburn we're used to seeing play, where they're running back kicks against Alabama and you know top fifteen type team. So, um. I, I like the win for Penn State. Obviously, it's it's hard to win on the road at, in an SEC school, but Penn State always gives us a hard time. Like, even if they suck, they're a six and six team. Like, Penn State and Michigan are always teams that like. It's just that rivalry. Type. They're going to show up. Yeah, either way, they're going to show up for Ohio State. So, same do thing with like play, Plum uh, State. Do y'all play uh, Penn State at home this year? Yeah, we're at home uh, versus Penn State. And then we play Wisconsin at home uh, this weekend. We've got a lot of the big games at home this year. Y'all play Wisconsin this week? I thought. Yeah. Uh, I thought Ohio State was playing them this week. Yeah, Ohio State. I'm a Ohio State fan. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. I thought I thought you were a Michigan fan. No, nah, no, nah. he was messing around. 
Oh, okay. <laughs> I, mean, I see the flag, but I was yeah, like, now you see it. Blocking it, but yeah, it's yeah. We have our blackout this week, and then I don't know what we'll do for Penn State. Usually they do. We're usually their whiteout game, but I don't know if we'll do anything for them or not. But yeah, Penn State always gives us a hard time no matter what. So okay, this black was, uni is clean. Yeah, this, they are. This was an interesting game. Number ten, Arkansas, almost dropped an L to an FCS program in Missouri State. It was very close to the last, like, five minutes of the game, and they kind of pulled away and ended up winning by 11. But I would have loved to see that, obviously, uh, as an SEC uh, fan. But they uh, they ended up getting the dub. Was that just kind of like one of those games where, like, is, are, is Arkansas still – are they fine? Uh, I mean, I'd say Arkansas is fine. They they – Bad. They played really bad. And I think KJ Jefferson's pretty good. I think he's pretty solid. I think he's gotten better with his arm this year, for sure. But I think Arkansas can play. I think they're going to give AM a run for their money this weekend. They might beat AM. It's that Jerry World. So we'll see about that. But I have a lot of friends that go to Arkansas and they were all at the game and they were they were not happy for a long time. And then they told us, told me that they scored 21 in the fourth or something like that. And I was like, wow, y'all were losing to Missouri State. <laughs> Nathan? So. Yeah, I think Arkansas is legit. Like, sure, everyone has that kind of off week. Like, same thing happened with Texas at UTSA. Like, even though they don't have Quinn years and stuff. But, I mean, I, KJ Jefferson's just a guy. Like, like he's just – he's just like, most games he's the best athlete on the field. And usually when you have that type of guy, you're going to win, win ball games. So – um, I think Arkansas is legit. I think they're going to be a team like they were last year, maybe even better, you know, top top 15 type team. Um, and they'll obviously compete. But once you got to play Alabama and those guys, obviously, I don't think they'll win. But um, as far as them beating Texas, you said they play Texas A&M, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think they'll, I, they'll be they'll be A&M, I think. But it'll be close. It'll be close for sure. It'll be a good game. But yeah, I think I, the thing about A&M is, they have so many good players, and I just don't understand how they mm-hmm. lose to App State two weeks ago. And like, I know that they can they can match up. Like, Texas A&M's line is so much bigger than App State's line, and I just yeah. the hell out of me just watching that. <laughs> yeah. So we said at the beginning of the season, A&M is the most overrated team in the country at number six. I'm not saying they're bad, but like at number six, that was that was too much. That was too much. Oh, I totally agree with that. I mean, they're going eight and four every year. Yeah. <laughs> Nathan, I don't I could care less about this, but Ohio State beat Toledo 77-21. What's your thoughts? Uh looked good. Obviously the offense is there, but it's not really much competition. Um defense needs to clean up a few things. There's a few things that were like, eh, come on, bro, it's Toledo. Like we shouldn't be doing that. But the big the big thing that I saw. Toledo's quarterback, like that dude, could be starting at like an SEC school. He's pretty good. He was yeah. he was a pretty good player. They were talking about the whole game how he should like transfer. Yeah, he's he's a dog. Like he 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 was like ninety percent of their total yards either running or throwing were from him. But that kid can play. Like he could go play at like a, a decent sized school for sure. So it'll be interesting to see if that ends up happening. But um, Toledo, I think they're they're usually a top two or three. Uh, it's team in the Mac, so like it's not like they're terrible, but like it's it wasn't it wasn't a game. So, yeah. uh, <laughs> Oklahoma State beats Arkansas Pine Pine Bluff sixty three seven. Oklahoma State's number eight in the country right now. Dicky, is Oklahoma State going to give OU a run for their money in the Big Twelve? Obviously, Baylor's there as well. Hey, so I mean, they could, but I I got bets on OU, you know that. So yeah, but my thing is, I think Oklahoma State they're good up front, especially on the D line. Their problem is just I think their O line isn't as good as. I just don't think they can match up so good with, really like Texas OU. Even like in two weeks, they're gonna have a hard time with Baylor, because they play in Waco, and I don't know what time that game is, but especially if it's a night game, you know Baylor's gonna give them a run, but. Spencer Sanders, he's flinging it around. I feel like they're throwing it about 40 times a game. And uh, Dominic's getting going, too. So, yeah. Never know, man. You never know with them. 
Um, last game, I don't really care, but honestly, any of these couple of games, last game I want to talk about is AM and Miami because that was another rank on rank matchup. And it was kind of boring game. It was only 17 to nine, but AM pulled the dub out. Nathan, I'll start with you. What's your thoughts? Uh, didn't really watch much of this game, um, to be honest with you. Um, I think it was in Miami, so they were playing a hard rock and not really much of a college atmosphere with Miami, so didn't really have much interest in the game. It was kind of boring. Um, but both those teams are usually overrated, like we talked about with AM. Um yeah, didn't didn't really have much, <laughs> didn't really have my interest too much, honestly. Yeah, I agree. Did you see Tyler Van Dyke said he'd rather play away games? Yeah. Bro, that'd be so boring to go to a school where your home games and just like none of the students show up and it's just like like yeah. I feel like that defeats the point of college football. Like there's no atmosphere. Like it's just have you have you seen though that the Hard Rock Stadium is like 30 minutes away from Miami's university? Yeah. yeah. Like why don't they just <laughs> it's like they're building a nice one. Oh, are they? That? Yeah. Oh, it's crazy. But like I think I'm assuming Hard Rock probably holds about 75,000, 80,000 right now. And their new one's only supposed to hold like 60,000. But yeah, but we'll they, they need a Miami. their own stadium. Like, oh, on- it looks, it's state of the art. It's kind of, it's kind of like SoFi ish almost. Yeah. All right. Um, oh, yeah. I did, I did want to mention this because we haven't mentioned this in a podcast and it's, I just find it funny as fuck. Why does, why does nobody show up to UCLA's games? Like, have you guys seen like, yes. the Rose Bowl? And there's yeah. literally like a hundred people there, like maybe. <laughs> Bruh, and they so, want to join the Big Ten. Yeah, bro, it's so funny. Awful like environment. The joke with Ohio State fans is that like every time we go to the Rose Bowl, like ninety percent of it's Ohio State fans, and we filled. That's like the first time the stadium's filled all year is from people com- coming from Ohio to watch them play. Oregon or Utah or whoever. Dude, I, I've just never seen it like that. And like there is nobody coming to their games. Yeah, Troy Aikman tweeted yeah. about it. It's crazy. I said I saw a thing and it was like if you zoom in closely on UCLA's student section and it's literally like the plastic people they had for <laughs> COVID, you know. Yeah, that's funny. <laughs> Yeah, bro. I, They're I, gonna have to start doing that to fill the stadium. Yeah, bro. There's, bro. There's probably more people at a Piedmont High School football game than there is fucking. There's more people at the local bar in in Los Angeles than there is at the game. <laughs> yeah. All right. Um. On to week four. We've got a much better slate than last week. Uh, actually, not really, but for me. I'll be entertained all day, college game day, you know, whatever. But we'll get to that in a minute. Uh, Georgia plays Kent State. Uh, I want to start with you, Dickie, because obviously it's Georgia, but, like, Kent State gave you all a little bit of trouble a couple weeks ago. I know this ain't uh, um, going but... no, Go ahead. Go ahead. No, no, you good. Um, so, Kent State's quarterback, he's a dog, okay? That man – he go. He went crazy on OU. I'm not gonna lie, and I didn't even watch that first like quarter and a half of the game. I was driving in the car, but I was listening. And then I got home, and it was three to nothing. We score seven points. I'm like, oh, okay, whatever. But yeah, speaking of like, besides that, Georgia's they're gonna. I guarantee you, they don't score seven points on Georgia. <laughs> yeah, no, it's. Good. I mean, I they've uh, Georgia's allowed ten points all year, so. Yeah, I don't, I don't think Kent State's going to get it past the 50-yard line. I think on my uh, parlay this this uh, this weekend for college football, I'm going to do under on every Kent State offensive category I can. <laughs> yeah, I don't think that would yeah. be a bad, a bad move. Bro, are, when are we uh, – their, quor- their quarterback's shifty, though. He is good. He's shifty for sure. He can run? Yeah, he can run. He, he just made plays, man. He just broke tackles and made plays and – but like it would be third and long, and he would just scramble out and just break tackles and go. And um, yeah, he we, almost got out of one. They hiked it over his head, and it was he was running in the back of the end zone. And he, I thought he was about to just run out of the back, and he like ended up like running around like three OU defenders, and but he stepped out of bounds, so it was a safety. But he ends up like running for a first down, like and he barely stepped out. And I'm like, dude, get him on the ground. 
Yeah. Well, we'll see if he's uh he's able to do that against Georgia's defense. Oh no, they just reload with five stars. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Michigan, Maryland, Nathan, Big Ten guy. Um, Maryland's like I don't think they're gonna be Michigan, but Maryland's not too bad. Is there any shot they give Michigan any type of trouble? Uh, possibly in the first half, yeah. Um, their quarterback, Maryland's, is to his brother. So, like, he's not bad. Four-star kid coming out of high school. They usually always have a good receiver, too. A um, couple guys that can run. Like, Anthony McFarland came out of Maryland. Um, Stephon Diggs is another guy who's come out of Maryland. So, they've got some good, decent athletes. Um, but as far as being able to hang with a team that's going to just be physically up front, just beat them, no. They'll get worn down in the second half. Um, I think the line I'm looking at my phone right now is Michigan's favorite by 17. That's a decent line. Like, I could see it being like a 45 to 20 type game. Yeah. Okay. Um, okay. Hey, this is, this is a, I, I'm going to find this game kind of entertaining this week. Number five, Clemson first number 21, Wake Forest. Obviously it's an end conference game. Uh, Clemson. Are they, are they worth that number five spot and can Wake Forest maybe upset them? Nathan, I'll start with you. And then Dickie, give me your thoughts. Um, it is an interesting game because I feel like Wake Forest could really hang in there with Sam Hartman. He's a good quarterback. Um, if anyone is going to beat Clemson, I think it's going to be Wake Forest. So would I put money on Clemson losing this game? No, because like it's it's still Clemson and it's Wake Forest. But I feel like if there's any shot that Clemson is, is beat by an ACC team here pretty soon, it's going to be Wake Forest for sure. I did yeah, want to – it is at Wake Forest, so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm looking at it right now, and Clemson's – or Wake Forest is a seven-point dog at home, so. Uh, I know Sam Hartman can sling it. The problem with Wake Forest is their defense, and I don't know how they're going to go up against Travis. My thing is I think Travis is going to get pulled. Mm. Or, uh, not Travis. Uh, Uli, Uli Ungle. Uh, oh, yeah, DJ. I was thinking of I was I was thinking of Travis Etienne for some reason I don't know why, <laughs> but uh yeah Uliel Ungolale whatever he uh I think he's gonna get pulled for that freshman that Caleb Klubnik yeah he's, that kid's good he's dude he's yeah. a dude he, he, he came he, in in the Georgia Tech game and he was slinging it around even though it was against like I'm pretty sure their backups but still he drove him right down the field and scored yeah so, that kid he was a five I'm pretty sure he was like a top five quarterback out of his class yeah. oh yeah I'm honestly not sure why he hasn't been in yet because dj's not looking that well yeah no okay he can run but he can't i don't know dude Bro, he, he confuses me and the thing about it is is whenever i watched him two years ago trevor lawrence went down or he was out or something for one game and he came in notre dame he threw for like 430 yards like a couple tutties i'm like oh this is the next coming of deshaun watson yeah but, no no, nah, yeah, he's – I've I think I watched one one Clemson game this year. I don't remember which one it was, but what I saw from him, he was bad at decision-making, and his arm is low-key, like, not – he's not – he doesn't have a strong arm, which obviously, I mean, there's it's other ways alive. to cover that up. But but when it's a, fr- a program like Clemson, you're going to need to uh, need to get it done more than he has. So we'll, we'll see if he uh, stays a starter. Yeah, I bet they make a change, honestly. If if they lose a couple games here, yeah. If they're down at half, I could potentially see that kids coming in third quarter. Oh yeah. That'd be a big uh that'd be a big big spot to be put in as a freshman. I think he's good enough though, man. All right, uh decent in conference big twelve game. Baylor versus Iowa State. Iowa State's three and zero right now. I haven't really watched Ohio- Iowa State. I don't know how they're. I don't know how good they are this year. But Dickie, I'll start with you. What do you think about that game? I know Iowa State's really young. They lost Purdy. They lost Brees Hall. Um, they lost uh, that Rose dude on defense. I know that. And uh, I think Baylor's. I think Baylor's probably going to beat them by at least ten. Honestly, I think Baylor's pretty good, but they. If it comes down to a kicking match, don't count on Baylor. Tell you that. Did you watch that BYU Baylor game? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It was great. Yeah. Uh, I I 
I don't know. I haven't really watched much of Iowa State, but I did pick them to beat Iowa the other day, but I knew Iowa wouldn't score more than probably about seven points in the game, so it's pretty reasonable. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I'll kind of feed off that. Like, same thing. I had Baylor, like, potentially winning the Big 12 this year in our pre – before week one, Baylor was, like, the team that I thought, besides OU, would have a decent shot of winning the Big 12, so – I'll go with Baylor here. I, like these, like I just don't know anything about Iowa State to like give you a good opinion on it. To be honest, um, they're young. They're very young. Yeah. Okay, let's go to trying to see what order I want to do this in. We'll go. We'll go to the Ohio State game because I got a decent game this week uh, versus Wisconsin at home. Nathan, take it away. Uh, blackout at Ohio State, swept alternate unis on, like I said earlier. Um, Wisconsin has not beat Ohio State in over a decade, so take that as you please. That's all I got to say. Okay. Yeah. Um, uh, Smith and Jigba back this week? Yeah, he played a little bit last week, um, but obviously when we're up 35, he's not going to play. So yeah, yeah. he only played like 17 or 18 snaps, I think. But um, the guy that's really been the stud for us this year is Marvin Harrison Jr., uh, yeah, yeah. that guy, he's three touchdowns in each of the last two games. So he's been the guy, especially for Stroud in the red zone and um, running games look decent and stuff like that. So Wisconsin's obviously got big guys up front. So the key for us, I think, is going to be defense. Jim Knowles yeah. can dial up some pressure and stuff. Offense will be fine. Um, big thing will be defense, getting pressure on guys and making sure we're stopping the run. So yeah, Braylon Allen is a dude, and they got a they got a pretty good O line. Thing about Jim Knowles, I know for a fact he comes out second half and he makes adjustments. Yeah, and he can dial it up. I don't know what he does. I don't know how he does it, but he did the same thing with OSU last year, and they shut people out second half. Yeah. I mean, same stuff. With, like, I mean, I don't know if Notre Dame's good or not, but they looked pretty good against Notre Dame when they came out second half. They allowed like yeah. seventy something yards, eighty yards the whole second half. That's pretty good. So, yeah. All right. Uh... Another big game, Arkansas, Texas A&M. Uh, where, where's this game at? Let me look. I don't even know. The AT&T, Jerry, Jerry World. Okay, so it's a neutral site. Interesting. Yep. And it's a, it's a night game, too. It's prime time. Arkansas, A&M. I hope A&M – actually, I hope Arkansas loses. But I'm going to go Arkansas. <laughs> you want Tennessee to move up, huh? Exactly. Hey, um – they're starting Max Johnson now, which I think is a little better than the the backup did or the dude that was starting, considering he lost to App State. So um it's gonna be I feel like it's gonna be if Arkansas can throw the ball, I think they're gonna have a better shot to win because I feel like AM's offense is kind of like stagnant right now. And I feel like Jimbo Fisher's stuck in twenty 20- 14 running the same offense he had before to state so yeah Nathan yeah like I said earlier I'm a big fan of KJ Jefferson so putting the ball in his hands making him make plays is going to be the key for Texas A&M to stop if you're going to stop Arkansas you got to start with KJ like that's just that's where the ball that's where the rubber meets the rubber meets the road um and he can run a little bit too so making sure that he's not getting out of the pocket and and creating, um, keeping them in, making sure that they're stopping him this is the number one key. The Arkansas's got uh, Jaden Hazelwood now. He was at OU recently. Mm-hmm. He was a five-star, but he didn't do much, but he was hurt one of the years. I think he's been doing pretty good, though, for him. So. Yeah. yeah he's he's like, get something going. Yeah, see if he can get something going. Uh, speaking of OU, OU plays Kansas State this weekend. Now, Dickie, Kansas State's been known to give Oklahoma a little bit of trouble. Yeah. What do you think? Um, eh, I mean, if we come out and Venables lays in their ass, like I know he will, uh, I think we'll be fine. But if we come out uh, having a big head, like we do sometimes, being OU, you know, just thinking we're going to cakewalk these teams, uh, we could have trouble because they did beat the brakes off of Missouri about two weeks ago. But then they lost to Tulane last week. So, you know. <laughs> I, bro, I don't know yeah. why can that Kansas State game is just always like. Yep. I know, I know, it's always close. And 
we got to get Mims going early. Mims is a dude. Yeah. He can – every time he had – last week when I was watching him, even returning punts, like he's just electric. Like he can make plays. He can make – he's shifty. So is Eric Gray. I think he's gotten better. He's a real shifty. Tennessee transfer. Tennessee transfer. Yeah. I know. I know. So – and Marcus Major is good too. He's just a bigger back. So I think we'll be good if we can stop Deuce Vaughn. A little five foot dude. So if our D line can hold up, we can get some pressure. I think we can we can make some noise. So just gotta hopefully we get a big win here. Prime time, seven o'clock. So on Fox. So we're gonna be right. okay. Last game I want to cover, boys. College game day in Knoxville. First time since 2016. Florida's coming into town to get their ass whooped. <laughs> by the Tennessee Volunteers in Hendenhooker. Before I speak my thoughts, Nathan, go ahead. Um, it's all going to be on defense, man. Like, both these offenses are pretty decent. We know what the quarterbacks are. We know what Hooker is going to bring. I like Hooker a lot, honestly. Um, and it'll depend on if Tillman's healthy or not, who's going to step up and be that guy if he's not in. Um, I think it'll come down to defense like it did for Tennessee with the with the pit game. It all came down to defense. Who's going to turn the ball over the least amount and make the least amount of mistakes? And I think that's what it's going to come down to. Dickie, what do you think? Uh, well, Anthony Richardson, he's completing about 53% of his passes right now. And when he plays top 25 opponents, he's completing about 52. So it's not very good. Um, he doesn't have a passing touchdown all year. He's got four picks. He, I know he rushes in. If y'all can stop the rush, if you if you can stop him, you're going to be okay. Because I know Hendon Hooker, he can sling around the yard and he can run. And I know Heifel's going to dial up something for him. So I think if you can contain him in the pocket and just get to him, he's going to make mistakes. And he's, he's going to be wild with the ball. Yeah, I agree. I agree. I I find it very, very interesting. Obviously, nobody's talking about Anthony Richardson like they were after week one. But, like, I Tennessee's defense – Tennessee has a number one defense in the SEC right now. It's not saying a whole lot because they haven't played really anybody but Pitt. But I think I think Tennessee – this is the game where I think Tennessee can really show off if they have that defense. And I, I'm, I'm very hopeful they will. And I think they're going to make Anthony Richardson look fucking terrible. I really hope so, obviously. This is literally the biggest Tennessee game since I've probably been alive because I haven't been good in fucking forever. Like, literally, I've been waiting. I was waiting for this all of high school because everybody on the baseball team, everybody at school just always talking shit on the balls. And I couldn't say shit about it because they're just so bad. And then, like, everybody talking about just Baker fucking us in Neyland. and just like, <laughs> so I'm, this is the year I'm like, I mean, obviously, I, I don't know. Like, you still got Georgia and Bama in the SEC, but it's like, this is this is a big game. This is this is a uh, obviously college game day. Tennessee's a ten and a half point favorite. Ooh. We'll see. We'll, big line there. Yeah, it's gonna be That's big. And um, if if they if Tennessee does lose, I don't know if I'll be able to come on the pod next week. Like, I'm, I'm being <laughs> take, take a week off. I, I, I might have to like this. <laughs> this this is this is our chance, bro. This is this, this is Hendon Hooker's chance. Prove to the country that you're it. This what'd you say? The prove to the country that you're it. Exactly, but this is Hendon Hooker's chance to be a legend in Tennessee history. I'm being so serious. It sounds so dumb, but like Tennessee has has been so bad for so long. Yeah, ever since y'all lost Josh Dobbs, it's been pretty downhill. Exactly. Yeah. And Josh Dobbs wasn't really amazing, but I mean, he definitely was better than yeah. most. Yeah. All right, boys, we're going to take a break right here and then we'll get back into our NFL recap and preview. All right, welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. Before we get into our NFL segment, there was one college game that we forgot to cover. It's a big game the basketball Blue Bloods. Both, you know, Duke going to Lawrence, Kansas, and it's a big game for these fans. It's going to be very fun to watch, I think. I, I am going to uh, be be keeping update with it. 
Um, Dickie, I'll start with you. What do you think about that? Um, I really I picked Houston to beat Kansas last week, and then they shocked the nation. So, um, I really don't know much about Kansas or um, Duke, but I'm going with Kansas. Nathan, our uh. Is Zion suiting up for Duke and is Joel Embiid suiting up for Kansas? Because <laughs> if not, I don't, I don't know anything about either of these teams. Like, the only thing I know about Kansas is Les Miles coached there after he went to LSU and they had some Louisiana recruits go there that were good. But other than that, I don't know nothing about it. Um, Duke, yeah, Duke's a seven-point dog. Okay. It's at Kansas, you said, right? Yep, yep. Early game. It'll be interesting to watch. I'll probably tune into it low key because Ohio State doesn't play till late. So, um, yeah. as far as I think, uh, I think Kansas has a running back that's good, or they did. No, um, yeah, they, they, yeah, they do. Is his name Puka? Oh, no, he graduated. He yeah. graduated. I don't know who the running back is now, but he's fast. Yeah, no, they're, they're running back. They're, the guy they have now is not bad. I think. Oh, Puka Williams. That was their old guy. Yeah, he's in the NFL now. But I'll tune into it just to just to see how it is, but it'll be fun. I'm gonna pick Kansas. By the way, I did get this info. It's gonna be like their first like ever full stadium because it's like all the sorority and frat houses parents week. Oh nice. So like that shit's gonna be packed. Yeah, I saw I saw a TikTok about it and it was uh their mascot and it was like pack pack the stadium for the early game. And I was like, oh dude. The whole basketball team is going to be there. It's going to be crazy. That's that's a big. De- I mean, obviously Kansas hasn't had anything to talk about for football, and like I don't even know if they ever have. Aqib Talib is going to be there too. Yeah, it's Matching chains and all that. It's a big deal, and then obviously whoever wins is going to be four zero. If Kansas wins, do they deserve to be ranked? <laughs> no, no, they can't. They can't yet. They got to beat someone better. You got to get into conference play. I I just don't think enough people will vote them to be ranked yeah yeah i i don't I, we'll, we'll see how they look when they get in a conference but there might be a couple of big they might get a couple of conference wins this year they're gonna beat texas we know that and they beat texas last year in in austin yeah yeah <laughs> all right anything else you boys want to cover from college football before we get into the nfl I'm good. Let's roll into the big league. All right. Um, recap week two. Uh, starts the Thursday night game. It was a good Chargers Chiefs. Chiefs pulled out 27-24. I think you picked the Chiefs on our last podcast. I think we both did. Yeah, I picked the Chiefs. But what I did learn from that game is Justin Herbert is a dog. You got that dog in him, bro. Yeah. He was. He was. He was in he was in some pain, and he oh, yeah. at the at the end he almost brought him back. Uh, they didn't have they ran out of time obviously, but like they uh I think the Chargers I'm not gonna say they're gonna win the division because that division's tough, but guys remarks. Uh, Justin Herbert he he screwed him when he was on the five yard line to a pick six with about ten minutes left. Yeah, yeah. But, I mean, he he did great for my fantasy team going down at the final drive and scoring. So I'll take that. And uh, Derwin James is a dog. <laughs> he Bodies. is a dog. Body picked up and body slammed Kelsey. I've never seen that. I don't think we'll ever see that again. Yeah, that was bro. Like Kelsey's a big motherfucker, bro. And like Derwin, oh, he, he's like two sixty. And bro, Derwin, I don't think. Darwin James is like that big. Like he's probably like on average like six two corner. Or probably not even that big. Corners aren't that big. He's a, he's a safety, and I think I think he's I think he they said he was about two fifteen. So I mean, there's reason highest paid safety in the league now. So yeah, but just, bro, the way the way how easy he made that look, bro. He just yeah. over his shoulder and <laughs> really, bro, like. About the game, though, besides that, the Chargers really looked more dominant than the Chiefs the whole game. Like, I think Mahomes, he had a couple of throws. Like, of course, he's going to just flick of the wrist off balance and just toss a 40-yard dime down the field. But 
I don't know. I think I think the Chargers defense is better than the Chiefs defense, but they definitely screwed up because the Chargers would have been up going into that one drive the Chiefs came down. Or actually they didn't even come down and score. They I think they might have got a field goal or something, but they ended up getting that pick six and it kind of just screwed them after that. And then Herbert went down and he came out and then starts running. Like, did you see that third and one play where he was running? And oh, but it was a wide approach. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I was like, oh, my God, no. He's done. He's out for so long. Then he throws a 40-yard dot. <laughs> yeah, bro. Like, oh, my Lord. Nathan, I know you had Mike Williams on your fantasy. You started him in fantasy this week. Yeah. Did you good? I don't even – did you win? No, I lost by 10 points because my opponent had Stephon Diggs and Josh Allen. <laughs> I have Diggs. So, I had a good week, though. Like, Mike Williams had 25. Obviously, with Keenan Allen out, he's going to see the bulk of the the stuff. And um, But that seems to be the thing with Mike Williams is, like, he's either on or he's off, depending on stuff. But, um, yeah, like you said, like, the Chargers looked really good. And, um, like, like I've been saying this whole time and we've been doing this podcast since we started, like, at least this season, like that division is just so wide open. And I feel like the NFL right now, especially too, is just, it's such a week by week thing. Like it's literally like you got the bills and then you got like the rest of the league. Yeah. Like everyone knows the bills are like elite. And then like, like who would have thought that the jets would have come back and like beat the, like, like who's like, like everyone thought the Browns were going to win that game. Like it's just such a week. Like who's gonna who who thought that Jacksonville was gonna shut out the Colts twenty four zero? Like it's just such a week by week league, and it's just so hard to like just just predict what's gonna happen. Yeah, uh, yeah. We'll start with that game next. The Jets Browns. What they were down thirteen with like two minutes left. Yeah, minute fifty five. Crazy. And then they scored, got an onside, and scored again after a very that Nick Chubb where he could have gone down and probably won him the game. Shout out to all the people that have Nick Tubman fantasy, but well, I saw a real some... Joe out. <laughs> <laughs> I saw something uh there was like where I don't even know some crazy stuff. There was like two thousand something games where it was like that situation of like down by thirteen or it was like two hundred. It was like two hundred something. I seen that. I was watching it earlier on uh, NFL Live or something like that. Team teams leading by like thirteen or more with like under two minutes left. Bro, that that is crazy. Classic Cleveland Browns. Because they put the Brownie the Elf on. Yeah, facts. <laughs> and maybe because they have Jacoby Brissett, but you know that could be uh, another story. They got Josh Dobbs white to take the field right now. Oh yeah. Well, they got Deshaun Watson too. <laughs> he, he's a yeah. little. He's under the. He's uh, flying under the radar right now. Yeah. Uh, Lions put up 36 points in a dub versus the Washington Commanders. Mm-hmm. Jared Goff throws four touchdown passes. Are the Lions going to make a comeback? I'm not going to say comeback season, but, like, are they going to progress from last year, Nathan? Go ahead. Uh, I think they'll be better than the Bears in the division for sure. It sure looks like it. You know, Washington's known for their defense right now. And I think Chase Young was out of the game, actually. Um, but they've still got guys like Jonathan Allen and Montez Sweat. And they've got a good defense. So it was – I was honestly surprised with how much scoring was in that game, really. Um, yeah. So, I mean, if they can keep putting points on the board, like that division, like the Vikings didn't look good last week after they looked good the other week against the Packers. They slapped the Packers, and then they just got slapped by a – they played tennis? No, they played. They played. No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I mean, that division right now, I think everyone in that division is one and ones. So, we'll see. Like, I, I, I think they'll finish better than the Bears, though, for sure. Yeah, yeah, we'll see. Uh, anything about that, Dicky? Well, I looked, and uh, I mean, that was the first time the Lions have been favored in like what two or four years, something like that. Yeah, it was like 24 games or something. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, that's a long time. But, you know, maybe the hard knocks got to them a little bit. Maybe they're stepping it up. I mean, Amon Ron St. Brown, he is – he's a dude. He's um, good. Swift, he's really good. 
And I don't know, Jared Goff, he's just kind of just like on and off. But, you know, I don't know. He might be good this year. But I, I think I have them winning about six, seven games. Yeah. Well, I think it'd be better. Would they win two last year? Yeah, something like that. All right. Uh, Buccaneers beat the Saints 20 to 10. Yet a, I watched this game. It was yet yeah. another boring-ass Buccaneers game. I don't know why, but is Tom Brady, like, slowing down? Uh, I'm getting pissed, though, because he's my fantasy quarterback. So, Oh, God. Yeah, he hasn't put up over nine points in a fantasy game yet. So <laughs> I might be having to go to the waiver wire here in a little bit. But, I mean. Super rush, baby. Yeah. Oh, God. Or uh, Garoppolo, pick him up. Hey, yeah, low key. But, uh. I mean, I mean, Mike Evans is suspended for this week. So versus the Packers, it'll be interesting. Um, they just signed Cole Beasley um, to kind of take that. Julio Jones is questionable. Chris Godwin's got a hamstring. So they're beat up on offense for sure. So we'll see, man. But, I mean, as long as their defense keeps them in games, I'm not going to doubt Tom Brady. But they got to they gotta start scoring some points. Yeah. it's. I think, I think the Packers are going to beat them this week. I mean, they're banged up on the offensive line. Everyone's banged up on the Bucks, honestly, except for their defense. Their defense, their defense has some guys. Okay, Barrett. They got White. They got a lot of dudes that can make plays on that defense. And uh, Winfield Jr. Safety. He's yeah. good. Um, and I think I think uh, the Packers. I think Aaron Rodgers. I don't know what it is, but, like, every year he comes out. Last year did the same thing, laid an egg against the Saints first week. Second week started going. He doesn't have Devontae Adams, but he definitely – he's got – Watkins is out there now. And Sammy Watkins, he's got Randall Cobb again. So – and uh, I think they – in order for them to win, they got to get the run game going. Aaron Jones has to be good in the pass game, and they have to run it with Dylan. Yeah, I agree. Okay, uh, on to the next game. The New York Giants are 2-0. and oh. They beat Baker and the Panthers. Panthers go down to 0-2. Oh uh, do we talk about the Giants or do we talk about the Panthers? Because we'll just start with the Giants because they're 2-0. and oh. Danny Dimes getting wins, baby. Nathan, I'll start with you. Uh, I don't know how. I picked them to lose both games and they've won both, so it's starting to piss me off, but – um, I mean, they're just, they're just that, who, what's the name of that coach, their coach, their head coach now? The Giants? Yes. I think it's a, is it, is it Dayball? Yeah. Day him. So I think he's gotten them kind of like hyped up low key. Like, I think he's kind of been a difference, like just with the culture and what I've seen with videos of him in the locker room and stuff. Like, I think he's really changing their mindset towards like being in a new, like being a New York giant. You know, not when Eli was there, but like what they've been the past seven or eight years. Um, are they a good football team on paper? Hell no. But they're finding ways to win games. So who'd they play week one? Do you remember Coopers? Yes, they put the Yeah, team. it was a good team. Like they're not beating, like they're not beating scrub teams, like they're beating decent teams. Like Carolina's got a great defense. Um, so I mean, it was a low-scoring game, but still, like they're finding ways to win games. So Am I going to sleep on the Giants? Not necessarily right now, but they play 17 games for a reason, so we'll see once it gets closer to having more games under their belt. But right now they're looking okay. And uh, Baker Mayfield's not looking all that well. Dickie, can yeah. you turn it around? Uh, I mean, I don't know. I really don't know at this point, man. The thing is, is like, I watched the Browns game week one, and I watched that game about the second half of that Giants game, and he didn't get he didn't look good the first three quarters of the Browns game, but then the last quarter he threw for over 130 yards and had tutties had a 75 yard touchdown pass. He looked good in the fourth quarter, came back and they were ahead, and I mean, I think that last drive though against the the Giants they. McCaffrey ran it way up there to like the 50 and then they just I feel like their O-line is just terrible too just dog water and the D-line of the Giants they're pretty good but 
I'm not saying Baker's doing good because he's not, but I mean, I love Baker Mayfield just because he's a sooner, but you know, I want him to do good, but you know, I don't know how he's going to do. And the Panthers are kind of, they have talent though, the thing and their defense is good. So we'll see what can happen. I don't know. See if they fire Matt rule by week five. Yeah, we'll see. Uh, Nebraska. <laughs> that would be funny. <laughs> Urban Meyer to Nebraska has been a rumor lately. Uh, he was standing there watching the game in the booth, and I know he was just sitting there going, oh, no. I didn't <laughs> um, New England Patriots get a dub somehow, some way. They figure it out. Even though they're – I still think they're going to have a top ten pick next year. And I did not pick them to beat the Steelers. But Mitch Trubisky looked kind of ass this week. Not going to lie. And then Steelers got to make a move. As far as like putting Pickett in? Yeah. I think it's coming this week. Yeah. I think the they fans got, want it. Thursday night game. They got it tomorrow versus the Browns, rivalry game, division opponent. So if Trubisky ain't coming out too hot, I think they might sling in Pickett. I mean, I think he's ready. Like, yeah, and the thing about it is that Pitt he plays a pro style offense, so he's already pretty much under center a lot, and he's already playing in Pittsburgh Stadium every game that he's at home for four years. So, yeah, I think I think he's good. He looked good in the preseason, and uh, I think all NFL young boy, aka George Pickens, I think he's gonna turn up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, bro. He, yeah, I, I, I like George Pickens Loki. He's he's he can make plays. He hasn't done much the first couple of games, but I think if he I think if Pickett gets in there, I think they'll start throwing it around a little bit more. Yeah. yeah. Najee Harris is also banged up. He's on my fantasy team too. And uh, yeah. It's terrible. Uh Jaguars, big surprise. Jaguars beat the Colts 24-0. Nathan, you got Jonathan Taylor on your fantasy team. Let us know how many points he scored for you. He still had around nine just because of how many touches he had, but he had like next to no yards. I think he had like 40, 40 something yards, but obviously for him, that's not a lot. So that's the thing with the Colts, man. If they get down, like, and their best player is not able to get the ball because they got to throw the ball, and Michael Pittman's out, <laughs> you're, you're throwing it to Matt Ryan's looking like shit. Yeah, he's he looks like dog water. He looks, I, I, Jim Ursay might be wanting to call Carson Wentz up, <laughs> Wentz back and be like, hey, bro, I'm so sorry. <laughs> like, he looks bad. But we'll see, man. I don't know. Colts don't look too hot right now, though. Uh, we could we could, have, we could, have maybe predicted that, though, considering what happened last year, week 17, I think, the Colts went down there. Yeah, Jacksonville, Jacksonville get the Colts out of the playoff. I hey, maybe, maybe the Jacksonville Jaguars are turning stuff around, maybe, you know. Um, they got talent. They got young dudes. They got uh, that one – they got two running backs that are good, ATN, and I think uh, – Robinson. I think it's Robin, Robinson, yeah. Um, they got Christian Kurt, too. So Yeah, I need to start playing him in fantasy. He's gotten yeah. 20 plus points both weeks, and I've had him a yep. little Maybe Trevor Lawrence is figuring it out. Yeah, we'll An see. Easy division, too. So, if, if someone's going to win, like, Jacksonville's got a decent shot at it. Like, Texans aren't great. Titans got – Dick slapped. So I think Titans are going to throw in Malik Willis too. It'll be interesting. We'll see. It will That'd be crazy. It will. Okay. Uh, most entertaining game of the week, in my opinion, probably yells too. Dolphins, Ravens. Uh, Dolphins won 42 38. Um, Tua, Tua went crazy. 469, six touchdowns. If you had Tua, Jalen Waddle, or Tyreek Hill on your fantasy team, congratulations. I hope you won. I uh, I had two on the bench because Tom Brady is my starter, and uh, I wanted to shoot myself in the throat. That's a good fantasy. Yeah, yeah that was great. Oh, I had Garrett Wilson on the bench, too. I was going against uh, Tyree Kill, and I didn't check my fantasy for a while, and I check it. He had about – I think Tyree Kill had like 10 or something. Next thing you know, I look up, he's got 58. I'm like, oh, I'm down by like 30 right now. <laughs> but good thing. Good thing I had dig. So, he got me 51, came back. Dang. And I took the dub, so we're cooling on that. But, dude, Lamar Jackson, Ravens started off hot. I mean, they took a 100-yard kick return to the house opening play. They're up yeah. 28, 28-7. 28 
Yeah. They're up 35-14. And then the thing about it is, is if Tua and them wouldn't have came back and won, we would have been talking about how bad Tua played because he had a lot of yards, a lot of touchdowns. He also threw two picks. Yeah. And Lamar Jackson probably had one of the greatest games we'll ever see on tape. Yeah. Lamar's a guy, bro. Like, yeah, they should have paid him. He was, he was like my, I think we talked, Cooper and I talked about MVPs. Did I pick Lamar to win the MVP, yeah. Cooper? Yeah. I did. So they need to pay that man. Like, he's, he's the real deal. He's a guy. He's cool. He's calm. He's collected. He's, he's a stud. I love Lamar. Yeah, Lamar had 71 fantasy points this week. <laughs> That's crazy. That's insane. And his receiver, his best receivers were Rashad Bateman. Now, no, not saying he's bad, but like him, Duvernay, and Andrews. I mean, yeah, Andrews is solid too. I forgot about him. They're trying to get J.K. Dobbins back too. I think, but yeah. he's. I mean, last time I seen him uh, a couple weeks ago, he was in practice limping. So yeah, he was. And that's just coming off the ACL from last year. So who knows how healthy he'll be or what he'll look like. But yeah, he's good to go. He could make a little Barkley comeback. Love it. Um, I'm only going to talk about this because of the uh, injury that we all know of. 49ers beat the Seahawks 27 to 7. Obviously, the 49ers lose Trey Lance for the rest of the year. I think it might be a good thing for I'm not. I'm not saying I like, I don't want to see anybody get hurt, but like, sure. I think Jimmy G is more like ready to lead them to the playoffs. And he's more, he's more game ready. I mean, Trey is still developing. He still needs time. I mean, they kind of threw him in the fire, low-key. But, I mean, 49ers are going to be the 49ers. Kyle Shanahan, arguably the best play caller, scheme-wise, in the whole league. And their defense, they got dudes. They got Bosa coming off the edge. They got Fred Warner playing linebacker. I think they'll be okay, but... Grappolo, I mean, you already know he's going to probably lead the NFC Championship game, beat the Packers in Frozen Tundra. So, I mean, uh. Have you guys seen how how Jimmy's contract is structured? Yeah. So he's going to get – it's 250 k for every game. He plays 25% or more of the snaps. So that's 250 k extra for every game in the rest of the season. 350 k if he plays the snaps and gets the win. So for every win that – he gets he's getting an extra 350k every week how much did they sign him to anyway uh, it, it was restructured his deal the base was 8 million but he can he can earn up to like 15 yeah <laughs> yeah it's crazy that's great all uh, right uh two more games from last week cooper motherfucking rush get the tub against the Bengals, and the Bengals are Owen oh, to is it panic time in Cincinnati? Nathan, go ahead. Uh with that O line, yeah. And if they can't give him time to if they can't give him time to make a three drop step slant route to T. Higgins, like you ain't gonna do nothing. So um they gotta get that figured out, make sure he's staying upright and being able to get the ball to the playmakers who are the best players on the team. So We'll see, but not looking too hot right now. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Bengals, they they definitely gotta I gotta shape up that O line again. I don't know. Burrow's been hit in fact the most out of any quarterback since he's been in the league. So and he already blew his ACL. Chase Young destroyed it a couple years ago. So I mean, I don't know. I didn't watch I didn't watch the Dallas game. I wasn't at home, but I heard Noah Brown and Cooper Rush were eaten up. Yeah. But I think that's just because they both play second team together. Like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, and, I mean, we'll see. We'll see how they do. I mean, they go. They got Monday Night Football Giants this week. We already know Michael Parsons. Yeah. 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 All right, uh, last game. Actually, there's not much to talk about here, but my Tennessee Titans get blown out. Start out 0-2. Lose 41-7 to by Josh Allen and Stephon Diggs, pretty much. And There's not much to talk about there. The Bills are them. Josh Allen is him. I don't yeah, know what I'm I think that says more about the Bills than it does the Titans. Just 
the Bills are good, man. Like, they're just so talented. <laughs> it's going to be like they play Miami this week. So that'll be an interesting in-division game. See how Tua comes back from a big win. A lot of emotion, but the Bills are legit, man. Yeah. Okay. Let's get on to week three. Try to move through this somewhat quick. Uh, we'll just go through every game very briefly. Uh, y'all can pick who you got. Get in the dub. Okay. Uh, starting with tomorrow night, Steelers and Browns. Dickie, go ahead. Who you got? Um, um, I'm going to take – do they play in the Browns? Do they play at Cleveland? Yeah, it's at Cleveland. Um, give me the Browns. I got Browns, and they cover. What's the spread? Four and, Four and a half. half. Yeah, I can see that. Jadavian Clowney's out there. Mm. But Miles Garrett's still in there. Yeah, I got Browns covering. I agree. Uh, Texans Bears. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go Bears get the dub. Nathan, is your boy Justin Fields gonna get the dub? Yes, sir. Fields, we trust Bears. Uh, yeah, I'll do Bears too. Justin Fields is better than Davis Mills, so call him <laughs> <Back>. Mills. <laughs> All right, Raiders Titans. We're zero two. Raiders are a good team. But we got to get a win eventually, right? No, Raiders. Fuck. Yeah, give me a, give me the best receiver in the league, bud. Sorry, about I, like, you. I can't even pick Titans because, like, yeah, you can. You have to. All right, Nick. <laughs> <laughs> it's all right. Uh, Chiefs, Colts. Uh, Chiefs by at least ten. Yeah, I'm going to say Chiefs. Uh, Colts still have a lot of guys banged up on defense. Darius Leonard is still – or Shaq Leonard is still kind of questionable, so I'm going to go Chiefs. Yeah, give me Patty as well. Uh, Bills, Dolphins, two coming off a big game like we talked about, but will it be enough or will he have enough to get take care of the Buffalo Bills? No. Who you guys got? Um, I think, I think uh, Tua chokes it off. Burrows about at least two picks again, and uh, the Bills should beat them by about 21. Yeah, the, the over-under for this game is 52, and that's an interesting line, honestly. Um, but I'm going to go Bills for sure. Um, just The Bills are just the best team. Like, their defense is crazy. They're, it's yeah. Bills. I'm not betting against the Bills. Yeah. yeah no. uh, Lions, Vikings. Do the Vikings have a bounce back week or I mean, not the, do the Vikings have a bounce back week? I'm, I'm low key. I low key want to take the lions here just because I feel like they've like, no, I I can't take, I can't take the lions. Vikings aren't going to play that bad again. I'm going to go Vikings. Give me old Matt Campbell in the Lions. Okay. I like it. They're running. I like it. I think it'll come down to defense in this game. Like I've said, the Vikings have the better defense. I'll go Vikings at home. But I like the Lions. I think they'll keep it close. I don't think it'll be Minnesota's six-point favorite. I think it'll be closer than six. Uh, Ravens, Patriots. uh, Lamar's going to go crazy. I'm not not taking the Ravens. You're not not taking the Ravens? No. (laughs) Yeah, you're not taking the Ravens? I'm taking the Ravens. Okay, I was going to say, I'm taking Ravens, yeah. Yeah, give me give me Lamar. Uh, zero and two Bengals played the Jets with a little bit of momentum. Can the Bengals get their first dub? I'm gonna say they do. Bengals. Yeah, Joe Shiesty, I got him too. I'm gonna go Jets just to mix it up. Okay. Their defense is playing well. I like it. I'm gonna go Jets. They gotta have an upset, bro. Like every week, it's happened so far. So. Yeah. I'm yeah, gonna Jarrett Jets. Wilson did look good too. Yeah. Um. Eagles, Commanders. Eagles coming off a very good-looking dub versus the uh, Vikings. Uh, Commanders didn't look so well. I'm going to go Eagles. Jalen Hurts. Jalen Hurts is a dog. Yeah, I'm thinking – I think the Eagles possibly top three, four team in the league right now. Give me the Eagles. Yeah, I'll go Eagles as well. Pretty self-explanatory. Saints, Panthers. I'll go Panthers. Yeah, I agree. They got to get a win, bro. They got to get a win. 
Uh, give me the Saints. Okay. Uh, Jags, Chargers. We Jags aren't winning that, bro. Unless Justin Herbert, I think I think he's yeah. fine. I think he'll play. I'm gonna go Chargers. Yeah, give me the Chargers too. Yeah, if Justin Herbert plays. If Justin Herbert doesn't play, give me the Jags. Yeah, same same here. He's it, they have him on the injury report as questionable. I right, so sure hope we'll he see. plays. He's in my fantasy quarterback. So, <laughs> yeah. Uh, Rams Cardinals. It's a decent matchup. I'm gonna go Cardinals. I think so too. I think I think uh, Kyler Murray and them coming off a big win. Um, don't think uh, don't think the Rams have enough other than Cooper Cup. So I'll go I'll go Rams to mix it up. Um, I do like this matchup a lot though. Um, Cardinals haven't looked great the first couple weeks, so I'll go Rams. Uh, Falcons Seahawks kind of mediocre game. Uh, I'm gonna go Falcons start out zero and three. Seahawks get the dub. I'm taking the Falcons. Yeah, I think I think I'll take the Falcons too. I think Drake London will be good. Kyle Pitts, bounce back week. Okay, uh, Packers Bucks. I'm gonna go uh Packers for me. Yeah, I'm 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 gonna go Packers. I yeah, go Pack go. Uh, 49ers Broncos. Uh, Jimmy G's back, baby. 49ers get the dub. Give me the Broncos. Broncos. I'll go okay. Uh, Monday night game, NFC least game. Cowboys first. Giants. Can the Giants start out three and zero? No, sir. Micah Parsons difference in the game. Yep. Give me Cooper Rush, bud. All right, boys. It's gonna wrap it up for us. Any last comments from either of you? Boomer Sooner. Oh, <laughs> Let's go Vols, baby. Big game this week. We'll see if you guys see me next week. Coach Dickey, appreciate you joining the show. It was a pleasure. We'll have you on again. For sure. sure. Appreciate it. it. All right, boys. For me in the press room. Appreciate y'all listening. Peace.